What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Mind to Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Bunker. And I'm your other host, Bailey Delory. Hello, Hello. welcome back. Hello, I just have been barely, Maddie just travels the whole world every week, so I just feel like I barely get to see her. I know. I feel like I haven't seen you in so long, even though I literally went to your house for dinner and I saw you at the gym today. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you were gone for like, what, four days? And now you're going on a cruise and all of the places. I know. I'm going to be gone for, wait, actually, I'm going to be gone for like two weeks because Christmas. since I'm driving up to Dallas, like I'm not going to come back after. Wow. So a tragedy. Maddie and I are very codependent, apparently. <laughs> and I'm just going to miss you so much, my parents. Where all is y'all's cruise going? So we're going to Costa Maya, Cozumel, and Honduras. Oh, she thinks she's fancy. Wow, the the warm weather. You're going to be living your best life. I know, and I better come back a different race, okay? I want to be black. (laughs) I cannot. The way that Maddie's already so much tanner than me, like, I am so pale, like, so bad. Like, I look like a ghost. And then you, like, put me next to Maddie, and it's just, like... It's a tragedy. I got very blessed with lots of melanin, I will say. But like, even to me, like right now, I feel so pale. Yeah, but like your palest is tanner yeah. than <laughs> And it's so annoying because I'm literally, Jake's Italian, so he's just like naturally always tan. And it's so annoying. Yeah. Like, Well, maybe y'all's kids will be really tan. Yeah, watch them be pale AF and like hate me for it. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to get your height. <laughs> If the girl gets my height, I'm not mad at it. If the boy gets my height, he's going to hate me. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, if the girl gets his height, she can be a baller. Not that you can't be a baller for sure, because obviously you are, you know. Thanks, sis. Like, I feel like like perfect height for a girl that plays basketball is, like, 5'9". If you want to be a guard. Like, that's a pretty solid height. Like, I mean, like, like 5'9", 5'10". Yeah, for a guard, that's, like, really good. I mean, I love they being don't tall. have your problem and they like also don't struggle rough. to find a man taller than them. So yeah, it really is rough today or no yesterday at the gym. This dude came up to me and was like, oh my gosh, you are so tall. Like I feel so intimidated because he was like kind of short and he just was okay, to me, like say it. It's so weird to me. The things people will say they act like I am like this species that they've never seen before. Like everywhere I go, they're like, oh my gosh, you're so tall. I'm like, like I mean, yeah, yeah. Tall, but I feel like it's just like not that weird. Like yeah. Maddie's sister came the other weekend and I, we went over there because I had like not ever met her in person, which is so weird. And like, she's also super tall. And like, just like for y'all to like say some of the stuff that guys say to you when y'all are out together, it just like yeah. cracks me up. Especially when we're together because we're both six feet. So everyone is just like shook. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, we're tall, but you act like you've never seen a female that is over six feet tall. Like, goodness gracious. <laughs> Throwback to when Maddie first came to meet me, um, and we took pictures together. And like, obviously, Maddie is significantly taller than me. Like, you have what, like six inches on me, and like all of our clients, like nobody came to the assumption that like, oh, Maddie's tall. Like for some reason, that was not the thought that crossed anyone's head. They all just like assumed that I was like quite literally a midget. (laughs) Yeah. I was telling someone about that the other day because I like met, it's like so funny when I meet people in person, when I follow on social media and they're like, I was not expecting you're, you don't look, I don't know. It's like hard to tell people's height, but you definitely don't look six one. Yeah. So I guess I just like, when people see me, they're like, oh, wow. Oh, she's tall as shit. Oh, (laughs) Okay, Bailey, what was your highlight of the week? 
we, we do this every weekend, every week. I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what did I do this last week? Um, what did I do over the weekend? I really can't remember. What did I do this weekend? I mean, I can go if you want me to. Yeah, you go. Cause you had a much more eventful like weekend than me. Yeah. So I went to Scottsdale for a business like event mentorship thing. And those are always just like so fun because I mean, one, like all the speakers are always amazing and I learned so much, but then also just like being around a bunch of other online fitness coaches, because I don't know, I, you feel like sometimes it's like lonely, right? Like you're just like working mm-hmm. online and you feel like it's so weird. Cause it really, is. I mean, you just, you work online and that's your job. And like online fitness coaching seems like a big deal to us. Cause we see it every day, but like in the grand scheme of things, it's like only a tiny portion of people do it. And so just like being around a bunch of like, like-minded people is just really cool to just talk to people and learn from other people and just be around that environment. And it's always just so fun. Yeah. Maddie's found all the secrets that's going to make us so popular on social media. So I'm yeah, trying to be sick of us on social media because content they are sick of us. Be- <laughs> <True>. <laughs> we're going to be more sick of us. Yeah. Um, I still cannot remember like half my weekend, but sorry, Maddie, um, Court and I got like such cute pictures. So that was like, so I don't fun. know why you're saying sorry. Like I'm going to be mad. It's like funny. Cause I was like, we would like figure this out and get such cute pictures. The weekend Maddie's not here, yeah, but y'all, like y'all we're, making, so we're making the most of time because court leaves so soon, which is like so exciting, but so sad. Um, Courtney's our other assistant coach and she's literally moving back to Thailand and like three, not even three weeks. Um, so we're excited for her, so but we are sad. sad because it's been so fun having all like all three of us in Texas. It's so fun. I know. I know. Yeah. I tell everyone, I'm like, like at the event, everyone was like talking about like their employees or like if they have ACs. And I was like, yeah, mine are the best. I, I was like, I literally have the best ACs and they both live in Austin. So it's a sleigh. <laughs> yeah. It's really wild how it all how it all worked out. Somebody asked me yeah. like how I met you. I can't remember who asked, but like how the, how the hell did you even meet her? Yeah. It was, like, it was like so random how everything worked out. I know. And then like I got on a call with Maddie and I was like, why do we have so much in common? This is so weird. <laughs> yeah. Someone was asking me like how I went through the hiring process. And I was like, honestly, I interviewed so many people and like, there were a lot of great people, but you and I just like clicked and I don't, yeah, we just had so much in common. And I was like, this girl better accept this job. <laughs> Love at first sight. What can Maddie say? She's obsessed oh. with me and she still is. Yeah, that's why I moved all of it Austin <laughs> just for her. Well, Queens, Avi, we're both fitness coaches now, but before I was doing this full time, I was working as a bedside nurse. So I worked in ICU for like three years and then an outpatient, but we have so many clients that are nurses and we also have a lot of nursing students and a good chunk of them are night shift girlies. So I think that's just kind of the name of the game when you're a newer nurse is you sadly get thrown on night shift and it's low key kind of miserable, but we have a super exciting guest who is a night shift nurse and she works with a lot of nurses to help them kind of balance their life and their health with working in night shift. So we're super excited for all our nursing girlies to get some good tips. All right, guys. So we have Ashley Small with us. She's a registered nurse and has worked night shift for many of years. So she is like the master guru on all of the like night shift lifestyle things. Um, she helps nurses manage just, I think, all the struggles night shift nurses see with managing their like night shift schedule and their health and things like that so that it's not running your life. Um, so we're super excited to have you on. If you want to just say a little bit about like how you got into nursing or like a little bit about your own career. Yeah. So I have been a nurse for 
coming up on 10 years in February. And all of those years have been on night shift with my brief, like two, three months stint of orientation. Otherwise everything has been on nights. Um, I'm a NICU nurse by trade. So that's what I do at nighttime. Um, so also puts a challenge on how do you stay awake when you have to <laughs> eat and snuggle babies all night. Um, but see, yeah, I got, I mean, got into nursing because I loved helping people, but didn't want to go to med school because that's way too much time. So yeah. <laughs> here we are, <laughs> um, 10 years later and still working night shift, but my heart's like torn. Cause I love NICU, but I also love what I do as a night shift mentor. So I get best of both worlds and get to do both. Yeah. I'm very impressed that you've like managed it so well being on nights that long. Cause I did it for like three years and I definitely didn't have it all figured out then. And I was like a zombie half the time and it's uh, like, it sucks. And that's what I hear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much what I hear from almost everybody that I talk to. And it's roughly about like that two to three years where the nurses kind of start to realize that whatever they're doing right now is not going to be able to be sustainable long-term. Um, and of course with all of the shift work side effects that we can feel the, we feel more physical things right away. Um, but we don't realize how long-term that takes a toll on us. So that's why I'm not surprised like two to three years in, you're saying, I just don't like (laughs) this anymore. I can't do this. It's almost like that adrenaline rush for the first year, year and a half. And then eventually people realize that whatever they were doing is not going to work. So yeah, that sounds very familiar. (laughs) When girls typically come to you at that, like Mark, what are like the biggest things you see them like struggling with? Um, I mean, realistically, it's pretty much everything. They'll say, I used to work out all the time and now I don't. Um, Sleep is always an issue, but there's there's three pieces that we have to dive into. And that's what I put in my program. Um, First, it's our mindset. So we have to just own the fact that we work night shift, but we are in control of what we can control. Um, And so just taking that first step of coming to me is like, Hey, I can't do this anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. that's that first mindset piece that I do not want to live like this. Um, but then building out that routine so that way we can still truly live it, but fit it into our life. Um, because we're sacrificing sleep, we're probably not eating as much, if anything at all. Um, so it's like kind of a 24 hour fast all the time for a lot of people. So then it's the weight gain that I keep hearing everyone talk about, Mm -hmm. um, and hormone fluctuations, um, everything in our body has a hormone. So I think when we talk about hormones, people just think as women, oh, we're only talking about female hormones, like estrogen and things like that, but we're really not. You actually have hormones for everything. So every hormone cascade gets thrown off. So that is what causes all of our stomach issues and it's what causes our sleep problems. And so realistically, like setting up a routine is what's going to help kind of balance them out a little bit better. Um, and then eventually it's the boundaries that we don't, we don't set those with people or ourselves where like, yeah, I will sacrifice the sleep because I want to stay up for 24 hours because there's something fun going on tomorrow. So it's all of those pieces that I hear from everybody, but a lot of it is because night shift is something that we are never, ever taught how to do our entire life is you wake up in the morning and you go to bed at nighttime and now all of a sudden shift work is a thing and 
Plus, most new nurses have never worked night shift before, and you're also trying to be a nurse at the same time. So how am I going to still be a nurse at the bedside and learn all of the things, but then stay awake too and come off shift and be my normal self? So yeah, lifestyle is is rough. Yeah, for sure. I, I like that you pointed out boundaries because that's definitely something that I was not great at myself. I'm just like letting the FOMO take over of like... Mm-hmm. I just got off a shift and I really need to sleep, but like my friends are going to brunch and I really don't want to miss these things. And is there like specific tools or like mindset shifts that you feel like have helped girls kind of create those boundaries for themselves and realizing like, okay, maybe I am going to have to like pick and choose things because I work nights. I think just in general, it comes with the night shift lifestyle. So whether you are going to accept it or just be completely against it. Um, and brunch is one of those things <laughs> that people always <laughs> think that they want to do in the morning, but then instantly regret it when they have to wake up later. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost like, what is that trigger for yourself to say, okay, I've done this before. This didn't make me feel good when I did that. But when you're in the moment and you're forgetting about it, but in reality, I try and compare it to day shift as well because people are like, well, I'm night shift. We have a little more flexibility actually in our schedule to go Mm -hmm. and do those things with the friends and family. Um, But if it were a day shift person, they're not going at all. Like if you work day shift and you're missing brunch completely. Yeah. um, So there are other opportunities other than just today. So planning ahead of time is always like my number one tip and trick when it comes to anything that's going to be fun. And you know how it feels just in general without night shift involved when someone asks you like, hey, are you doing anything today? So that last minute feeling of, well, now now I feel guilty because I'm going to say no, but Mm -hmm. I really want to do that, but I already have this thing to do too. So just having to draw that boundary with ourselves, like if it's last minute or as a night shifter, is it going to cut into what my recovery time is going to be? Then you just have to plan ahead of time rather than more of these last minute things. Um, And as we get older too, everybody's lives just shift and we're so different that pretty much planning one thing once a month to try and fit everyone's schedule on the same day is pretty much what (laughs) I end up running into now (laughs) at this point in my life. Um, All of my friends are like they're married, they have kids, we're from all over the place. So we have to just plan ahead for one day. Like what day are we doing brunch? What day are we getting together? Are we going to see a movie? And what day is everybody available? So just planning ahead of time and rather than making that last minute decision um, is usually the key. So if it's, if it's like, oh, they're going to brunch tomorrow, but I, and I have to either not sleep and go. But then if you have any alcohol, good luck with that. (laughs) So that's not going to help either. There's a whole TED talk on that. So just plan ahead of time. And if it's last minute, just say no, like you have to put yourself first, not missing out. You know, there will, the friends will always be there. Brunch will always be there, but you have to take care of yourself so you can be there. Yeah, yeah that's something that. we emphasize so much with our girls is putting yourself first because you're not truly present if you're not right. If you do go to that brunch, are you really 
present and then are you able to be present at your job because you didn't get sleep and things like that. Right. And I think something that, I mean, all of our clients, but especially our night or our nurses struggle with is like the all or nothing mindset of like, okay, well, I can't make it to the gym five days a week. So I'm not even going to go at all. And so what is your, what are your tips and tricks with your clients of like, Hey, you know, two to three times at the gym is plenty. Like, how do you kind of shift that mindset? Yeah. So I know because Bailey, we had, I was like, okay, what are we, what are we talking about here? And so what I teach inside my programs is actually that we have, so we have four different routines actually that we have to make as night shift nurses, because not every day is the same in our schedule. Not Mm -hmm. everybody always works all of their shifts in a row. Sometimes like there's splits. And so when I was coming up with all of my own routines years ago, I realized that I have four different days that I have to either prep and then recover from. So we have just the first night on, which is that night you were asleep the night before you wake up, but then you're going to work that night, maybe 6, 7 p.m. So that day requires a different routine, but you got really good sleep the night before. So usually you have more time and you're able to then like, that would be a day I'd suggest going to the gym. Right. And then the day off, full day off, self-explanatory. You've got all the time in the world. Um, back-to-back shifts of course are always challenging because some people need more sleep. Some people don't sleep the entire day. My body likes six hours of sleep. So in that time frame when I'm awake and before going to work, I can fit a workout in because that's just the way my body works, but some people need to sleep like right up until their shift. And that's okay because then, okay, that's the day you don't go to the gym. You don't do that. Mm-hmm. And then on a flip day, that's the day that's going to be the most challenging. And that's for everybody because you go home, you sleep. I do know some people go to the gym after work. It's not recommended. Um, but of days, then get up later and go to the gym. And those are the days that are still going to be the hardest to get up and want to go to. The motivation is not necessarily there, but that workout will actually help kind of get you going for the rest of the day. Um, so the night on, you have plenty of time. You've well rested, definitely a day to go, a day off, self-explanatory. And then the flip day is the challenging one, but it's possible. So, um, I usually recommend that be kind of like that first thing that they do when they wake up on a flip day is just get up and go if that's within the goals. So Mm -hmm. knowing which days in your routines and your schedule, because you have nurses have our schedules four, six, eight weeks out. So, and if you have those four routines planned, you have your schedule in front of you, you already know what days you can do it. So then it comes down to just Though that mindset and the excuses you're telling yourself about why you're not going to go. Yeah. I love that. I love that you like approach it of like a different schedule every day. Cause I think a lot of girls will try to be super routine, but like you said, like not every day, not every week's going to be totally different. So again, just being realistic with yourself. And I think a lot of nurses and they just drive this to you in nursing school. It's like, you have to be perfect and the best at everything. And so they feel like if I'm not in the gym every day, then I'm like, that I'm doing something wrong or I might as well not be there at all. And like, in reality, that's, that's not realistic, especially if you're working night shift, if you're working three back to back to back shifts, like yeah. you're not going to be in the gym all those days. And so knowing you can be in the gym two to three times a week and do it consistently and fit it on days that work for like you and your body around your schedule. And it may be different days each week and that's fine. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I know you guys probably say this all the time, but 
you have rest days built into workout programs for a reason. Yeah. We still have to do that as nurses too. So those rest days, you just have to make sure as nurses and as night shift nurses, not every day is a rest day. <laughs> so back-to-back days, make those the rest days because you really need to prioritize sleep truly on those days. And like yeah. I said, my body doesn't sleep as long as everyone else needs. So I supplement um, for the, the activity for me is just supplementing my energy levels on top of the sleep that I already got. But also those days is when you really then focus on your nutrition. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You just pick up where you left off. A lot of things that I say with uh, my night shift nurses is we, you hit the resume button. You're never restarting. You're just picking up where you left off. If you have like holidays are coming up too. And so you might not be doing your routines, practicing things the normal ways. You'll feel it in a couple of weeks and you'll <laughs> say, yeah, I need to get back to my normal routines. And most people say that in general about their kids. When their kids are home for two weeks now because of holidays, they'll say, I can't wait for them to go back to school because we need to be back on our routines. But that's why we have them is because it gives our body that predictability. And so we know what's coming up next. But there are days where then we have to, you just have to know when you're going to focus on something different. So back-to-back days, focus really on that nutrition then. And on the days where you have the really good energy, those are the days that then you focus on the physical activity and then always supplement when you need to. And that's fine. But yeah. I love that you say resume and not restart. Cause that's something that we really push with our girls too. I think just in every aspect of it, like with your health and fitness and when you're working night shift, like that is a lifestyle taking care of yourself should be your lifestyle. And it's not a thing that if something doesn't happen perfectly, it's like, okay, now I'm starting from square one. Like you said, this is just part of your life. And so if you have a week where things crazy, like it happens, it happens to everyone, like control what you can and get back into your routine the next week. Yeah, exactly. And just it's chaos. No matter what we do, day shift, night shift, everything is chaos. <laughs> so we're always going to be missing out on something. Um, but the the challenge more with healthcare is the fact that we work holidays, weekends and holidays. Mm-hmm. Most people don't work weekends and holidays. So that's where we as healthcare workers feel like we're missing out more, I think. But um a nine to five person too comes home, doesn't necessarily want to do all of the things that they have to do before bed too, yeah. but you just, you have to get through it and you have to do it. But, um, yeah, it's just getting yourself into that routine helps, especially night shift nurses adjust to whatever you have going on. Yeah. I, sure. I think it's so important of realizing like, okay, setting your top priorities, you know, and like you said, whether you are a nurse or you work a nine to five or whatever, we don't always want to go to the gym. We don't always want to prep our food or whatever it is, but what is a priority to yourself and shifting that mindset of like, I don't have time to, I'm going to make time. And I, I mean, I've never been a nurse. And so I can't even imagine how difficult it is. And I'm sure like you have low energy. It's really hard. You don't want to do those things, but it is realizing and managing those expectations of like, I don't have to be perfect, but I still have to take care of my body so I can show up better as a nurse or whatever your job is. And just setting those priorities up front and having those like daily non-negotiables. Yeah, for sure. And I'm thinking about just the meal prep and just having that plan really does then set the tone and it makes everything so much easier. So whether you, if you don't have time later on in the week, 
Because again, we should know what our schedules are. Everybody should know what their schedule is. Whether you are a nurse, whether you are not, mm-hmm. you should know what your schedule is. You work Monday through Friday. Okay, cool. This week I work Thursday and I work Saturday. I know what days that I work. And so I know when to fit things in because I can look at it. And when you plan for things, it really just takes the overwhelm out of it. Last week, I did a stretch of three shifts in a row. And I personally like run through this checklist in my head. Do I have enough gas in my car that's going to get me to and from work? Because I don't want to stop between Mm -hmm. on any of the days, leave earlier. Like you're actually saving more time in the long run by getting everything done on one day on, on a day where maybe you do have time. So then you don't even have to worry about it later. Um, What else do I do? I meal prep because I want to make sure I have food that I don't have to wake up and make dinner before going to work. But then I also have food for my shifts. And then I also clean. I clean my house. I don't like to have a dirty house when I go to work because then when I come home, I just am like, oh God, now I don't want to do that too. So having everything prepared is so much easier and it gives you much more time in the, in the Mm -hmm. long run. So like that first, that first day for me, just decrease the amount of time that I would have to worry about that on all of those in-between days. So especially for people who want to work out between shifts, if everybody has different goals. So some people are like, okay, I have to make myself get up a little earlier and go do that. Then take something else off your plate ahead of time. Like mm-hmm. having those meals ready, just plop in the microwave and then you're good to go. Um, I personally work out at home, so I take my commute out too. So I don't have to drive to and from a gym. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's like 15, 20, 30 minutes each way. And then by the time you get there, you're like, I don't even have enough time to do the workout I want to do. So I'm like, maybe some people struggle with that too. Or those are the days you do home workouts if it's a between shift day. And then on the days that you're off, you can actually go to the gym or maybe do harder workouts. So it's planning ahead of time, truly. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, like Maddie said, that's for nurses, but it's for everyone. Like Mm -hmm. we see our clients be so much more successful when they plan, like, what is your plan for this week? What are you going to do to set yourself up for success? And like, what's something you can do on a day that you're not busy that when you are busy, you're going to be glad that you did. And I think something that is hard, especially when you are like starting to want to prioritize your health or make these changes. Like when girls come to you and we have nurses come to us and they're like, I I don't, I'm not taking care of myself. I don't feel good. My energy's bad. It's like knowing it's going to be hard for those first couple of weeks because you're changing your habits. You're changing your routine. Mm-hmm. You're not, it's like the catch 22 It's like, I'm not doing this. So I don't have energy, but I don't have energy. So I don't want to do it. Yes. And kind of just like biting the bullet, knowing that it's going to pay off. Right. So that's where they had to ask themselves like, okay, I'm here because clearly I don't want to feel this way anymore, but you have to put in the hard work mm-hmm. in the beginning And then it gets easy, but that's truly just everything. It's so hard in the beginning because you don't know, you don't know what the end result's going to be. Nobody ever knows. So it's that fear. We've got fear of failure. We've got fear of the unknown. And that's why people don't follow through. And obviously that's why we're here as coaches and mentors is because we're helping you continue with that follow through and say, I know it sucks. Trust me. I know it sucks right now. But did it suck worse before? <laughs> so yeah. you have to you have to put in the hard before you get to what's going to be easy. You can change your autopilot. If your mm-hmm. autopilot is just 
dismal and you're like, I, I just do nothing, but I'm on autopilot. Cool. But you can change it for a more positive autopilot too. Yeah. Yeah. I love love that. that you say that like, you don't know the future and you don't predict the future. And that's so important because it's like, yeah, it could be hard starting those habits now, but you also were always tired and didn't love the way that you felt or looked or whatever it is. And so, you know, it's going to be hard making that transition. But then when you are taking care of yourself more and you feel better, you're more confident, you have more energy, you're actually able to show up like you want to, and you feel better. It's just kind of like getting over that initial hump of, okay, now I have to go to the gym after my shifts or whatever it may be. And like you said, I mean, it's so cheesy, but choose your hard. Like it's going to be hard either way, but do do you want it to be hard where you're working on yourself and your goals and getting closer to that or just staying where you are yeah Yeah. exactly and especially like for night shift nurses that's I I explain it in a way that we you choose the night shift experience you're going to have there are years of negative Nancy nurses who exist (laughs) there are current negative Nancy nurses and so just this the stigma has been passed down forever mm-hmm. through healthcare that night shift is the worst place to be. Yet 99% of the people that I talk to when they're coming to me for some kind of help, they say, I love night shift. It's just how I have to live outside of being at work. Mm-hmm. And so that's the piece that we have to fix. <laughs> it's because you love the shifts. They love their jobs. So, which is awesome because one, we need experienced people on night shift, but two, you know that that's where you're meant to be. So then also that's a driving factor of, okay, how are we going to fix it outside of work or how are we really going to fit it in? So everyone would love it, but it's just, it's going to be hard either way. And it's not, I explain it to like, it's not a new year's resolution. You're not Mm -hmm. just going to overhaul your whole routine. Trust me. I've done, tried to do that a million times too. (laughs) Like, all right, today I'm going to get up at this time and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this. And I would have like a set schedule for the first hour of me being awake by every like 10 to 15 minutes. (laughs) And did any of that happen? Yeah. Maybe for like the first two days. So having that and then you fail and then you're like well I'm not going to do it again either and it's the same thing with every routine and especially as night shifters you're not going to see immediate results on anything ever so we you, I can't wake up tomorrow and be maybe like 10 pounds lighter I have to do the work to do it mm-hmm. um so I mean unless somebody wants to pay a lot of dollars for surgeries <laughs> and things they could wake up later today and be 10 pounds lighter but that's not the reality for a majority of us. And that's why we're here. So we're, how do I do it? How do, how do they do it? How do I do it? And it's always learning. Um, it's the knowledge that we don't have. So that's why we go to the people who do. Yeah. And I love that you talk about like controlling what you can, like people are going to have to work night shift. You have, you need people there. Like it's going to be a thing. And I think that's the thing is it does get a lot of like people do dog night shift a lot, but there is like so many positives. There were so many things that I loved about being on nights. And so looking at like, this is a part of my life, whether it's right now, or I want to be on night shifts forever. And so what can I control? There's going to be things that are outside of your control. And I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in those and like, let that bog us down. And so with everything, like just taking it one day at a time. And that's what I tell my girls is like, what can I control today? How can I pour into myself today or show up for myself today? And just focusing on those like small things. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. we have to, or we get overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, it's not a new year's resolution. And I think with everything, everyone is always like that all or nothing, like, okay, today's the day and I'm going to start and I'm going to start my fitness journey and be perfect. And they try and do everything and then they get overwhelmed and fall off. And so just easing into it, starting with one small habit shift at a time, like our clients aren't going to join the program. And we're going to say, now you have to increase your steps by 5,000 and be perfect with your macros and go to the gym five days a week. It's always like one small habit at a time. So you can perfect that and then move on. And I think it's like, I mean, that can be applicable to anything in life is not overwhelming yourself and going zero to 100 because you are going to burn out, burn out and fall off. Yeah. And, and in my night school curriculum and my program, we do also focus on one thing at a time because trying to say, all right, I'm going to start setting up my sleep schedule and Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to eat at these times and I'm going to work out and it's too much. And Mm -hmm. that's why we fail. We can't do too much at one time. Um, you know, it's that we, we always think we, what is the quote? How does the quote go? You overestimate the amount of things that you can accomplish like in a week, but you underestimate how much you can get done in a month and a year. Mm -hmm. So we have to be very intentional, but start small. Otherwise big, big changes have to have the small steps. And it's, it's like so cheesy to say, but it's absolutely true. I've done it myself. Um, and all of the, the changes that I've made in my routines over the years, have just been small little tweaks too. Like once you get it figured out, it's flexible enough that you have that capability to do what you need to do in the moment too, but you can also tweak it and be like, all right, I kind of need to shift this time because something else is happening in life at this time now. So now we just have to move things around. So there's always a way to adjust to whatever phase is happening at that moment as well. Yeah. The small changes is what makes it sustainable. Like with a schedule, like you said, not trying to change every single thing about your entire life in one week, like you're going to fall off with a new year's resolution that's coming up. Like we have this laundry list of things and inevitably most people don't follow through with it. Like same thing with your health and fitness, not trying to lose 15 pounds in a month, making small changes because then you're actually going to end up keeping results. It's going to be a thing that lasts forever instead of something that you keep falling off and on with. Right. And I mean, I could probably compare that just in general with anybody's weight loss journeys to mm-hmm. see how some of um, just the the patients who go through having having their surgeries for weight loss on purpose, but how what they have to do in order to sometimes lose the weight to have the surgery to begin with, mm-hmm. but then how many of them are successful for a little while, but then end up gaining weight back because they never changed the things that got yeah. them to that point. Yes. Yeah. So it's having to make those small changes because again, yeah, you can get surgery and you can do it, but you might end up back in that same situation. If you don't, you have to actually change who you are inside the way that you think Mm -hmm. and the way that you do things has to change. And that's why I was like night shift too. If you feel and think that you are going to be miserable throughout night shift, because that's what someone told you once upon a time and you start living it, that's exactly how you're going to live night shift. But if you choose to take control and take charge of what you can in the beginning of a night shift schedule, then you are going to be more successful because you're like, I don't want to live that way. And that's not how I want my experience to be. And then that applies to anything in life, any experience that someone else had a really negative experience, but 
then someone else had a really positive one, you know, all the reviews on everything. Somebody <laughs> hated it forever. And then someone was like, it was the best trip of my life. So yeah. it, everybody has their own experiences, but you control what you can. Yeah. Mindset truly is everything. And like you said, with, you know, all of the Ozempic and the weight loss supplements and things like that, you can take them, you're going to be successful. But if you didn't change those habits that got you to where you needed to take Mm -hmm. that pill or whatever it is, you're not going to make those lifestyle changes. And so it's realizing and shifting your mindset of, I can control how my shift goes. I can control my daily habits. And that's not to say you're going to be perfect, but that's why we ease into it. So you can work on those small habit changes and then it can create a lifestyle and a compounding effect. And I I know it gets so overwhelming. of like, I need to change all these habits. And like, you almost just don't want to do anything because it's overwhelming. But if you take it one step at a time, like you said, you'll get there a lot faster than you think. Yeah. And that's why my programs are 90 days because by the end of the 90 days, we really should have something pretty well set up and there's still ways to tweak it and change things around. Um, and my nurses get access to the curriculum forever too, because we have to change things based on different phases of life too. And Mm -hmm. our bodies change and our families change. And so the lifestyle that's happening on the opposite end of any type of work, because really work is just a piece of life, but we, we don't have a lot of control over whatever happens at work. Um, some people don't really have a lot of control over even what their schedule is. My schedule, I self schedule. So I get to pick my shifts and what days that I work those, but some people are in a block and that's Mm -hmm. just what they're handed. And so all right, now we got to fit all the pieces together. What's the plan for this week? And then you start adding in significant others and then you start adding in kids and then your personal, like women, our hormones change. Everybody's hormones change as we age too. So all of these factors are stress. Stress Mm -hmm. is a a major one too. Um, And sleep and stress management and recovery from just everyday life has to happen. And then for us night shifters, add in recovering from work (laughs) too. Uh, On top of that is just trying to take control of what we can control. I don't know how many times we can say that, but (laughs) it's huge. Yeah, definitely. Um, One last question that we want to ask is if you could go back to like when you first started as a night shift nurse, or looking at somebody who is just starting on nights for the first time, like what is the biggest piece of advice like you wish that you would have had when you first started? I think I get this question a lot. And I mean, I, I can't specifically say like one major thing. Um, but the, the thing that I can kind of put it all together into is scary to say, but it's, um, it's called applied suffering. And so you know, going into it, that it's probably not going to go well at first because it's a brand new thing that we all have to go through. Um, Again, because it's completely opposite of everything we've ever learned and our body's like, what the heck are you doing to me? But from that quote unquote suffering, we learn a lot about how our body is trying to adjust or make changes, or we know where the struggles come from, or we know then what things are actually easy for us. Some people like to take naps. Some people don't like to take naps, but you learn a lot about how your body is going to work with night shift. If 
you kind of go through that little suffering period. It's going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. no matter what. So what we have to do is kind of track what we're what we're seeing, what we're feeling, times and things like that. Um, I'm actually putting that together in kind of like a night shift, a jump start to night shift course because we can't fix something that we don't know what is broken. Mm-hmm. So as a new night shifter, just know that your experience is still only going to be your own. It's not going to be that horrible, nasty, <laughs> I hate it forever. And if the end goal is still to go to day shift, fine, that's okay. But how can we work with what we have right now until that happens so we're not sacrificing our health and our yeah. mental health and all of the health for the shift, but for a job that we ultimately love too. Um, so it's different when you're working in a toxic environment versus this is the place I really want to be. So I want to make it work. And that's great. Mm -hmm. So as new nurses know that your experience is really going to be your own, but try and listen to your body and learn from what it's telling you about how it's trying to make those adjustments based on your night shift schedule, because that is what we can work with Mm -hmm. and then ultimately set up what that routine is going to be. Um, so utilizing that first is probably the biggest key. Then we create the routine and then we set the boundaries. And the earlier on in a nursing career, you can do that, the better. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So that we're not like two to three years in and be like, okay, this sucks. Now Um, let's reframe everything we've been doing. (laughs) Yeah. Now I got to change my entire life again for the same thing. And so the earlier on we can do that, but just know that it is going to be a little bit like feeling like you're suffering in the beginning, but Mm -hmm. That's where you learn a ton about yeah. how your body's going to handle it. Yeah. I think it's, it's the growing pains of it, but a big thing is like that, like you matter and your experience matters and you have control over that. And mm-hmm. knowing from the get, like taking care of yourself is going to be so important, especially in a career where you're pouring so much into other people because burnout is definitely real. Yeah. And if you're not taking care of yourself, you're definitely going to be more apt to experience it for sure. And it's sad because nursing is like such an amazing profession and you get to like impact people so much. And so knowing that you still matter and taking care of yourself is still super, super important. Yep. For sure. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like, yeah, thank you. So for, I mean, anyone, but especially nurses. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, they can find me. I'm on Instagram too. If anyone needs to reach out, um, I'm at that dot night shift dot nurse on Instagram. Um, it's truly me behind there. <laughs> and people are always like, I'm just going to get a bot. And like, sure. There yeah, are some know. things that are like a bot because everybody has to set up some types of things, yeah. but there's actually like, I'm still reading everything and I'm still responding to people. Like there's a real person there. I promise. <laughs> so anybody that's still struggling with it, there's also plenty of tips and tricks and resources and everything that I have on there as well. So whether yeah, they're like, pages amazing whether they're like oh my god help me right now or they're like I just maybe need to learn a little something first totally fine that's why the education is there too yeah perfect yeah tag you and all the show notes so they know where to follow you at beautiful awesome thank you so much thanks for having me all right y'all thanks for listening to this week's episode as always you can catch us every friday with a new episode you can also follow us on instagram maddie's is maddie underscore bunker maddie with one d and mine is bay delory 
Make sure to rate and review the show, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and share to your Instagrams. Thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all next Friday. Bye, y'all.